Welcome everyone to episode 7 of Gator Talk. Today I'm here with women's basketball forward Victoria Gauna from Argentina, a third year sports studies major. How are you today? I'm doing good, and you? I'm doing good, thank you. So we'll just start today with a quick recap of how the season's going so far. So how is uh, how are things with women's basketball so far this year? We're doing good. We are 6-6 six, six for six the moment. Um, we started kind of bad. But we, we've been improving. We have been working a lot on our team. It's a really young team. Uh, we had a lot of graduates uh, last year. So we are working on basically the chemic of the, of the team. Um, and I think we are doing good. We, we've been improving. We are, right now we are where we want to, to be. We are qualified to the playoffs. We have two games now against U- against Concordia that are really important for us in the in the table to to host a playoff, right. which is really important for us. Uh, we don't want to go and play at Concordia, so um, we're doing good. We have two games this week that are very very hard and important, but we are preparing for that. So right, and the home games this semester are on Saturday uh, on Saturday nights, right? Yeah. Perfect. So you guys know what to do on Saturday nights then at 6 o'clock. Go catch the women's game every single week. So we're just going to rewind a little bit. What was your first introduction to basketball? My mom. My mom played basketball all her life. Um, I Actually, she played pregnant for me. So wow. Yeah. From the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning. Uh, I have pictures when I was a baby, literally with a ball. But the fun fact is that I didn't want to play basketball until I was like 12 years old. Um, I was still going to my mom's game, my uncle's game, and I was there in in contact with basketball, going to the practices with my mom, but I didn't want to be like her at the moment. I was like, I want to be different. I don't want to play basketball. I don't want to, you know, have that pressure from her and stuff. So I... I played other sports. I played handball. Um, I did a little bit of dance and gymnastics and stuff until, well, I decided to <laughs> to play basketball one day. And, yeah, that was it, but I 12 years old. So you started playing basketball at 12 years old, and then fast forward uh, a number of years, you're playing on the Argentinian national team, right, on the junior team and the senior team eventually? Yeah, I started playing for the Argentina team at 14 years old. Wow. Um, from 14 to 19, I had every single year a tournament and stuff. And then my last tournament was on 2021 um, after COVID hit. And then I came here. I skipped two years and then I came back. This uh, last year, 2023, in October, to play another tournament. Yeah. Cool. So you mentioned that you started playing for the Argentinian national team at the age of 14 when you started playing basketball at the age of 12. So yeah. when you started playing basketball, did you quickly realize that, okay, yeah, I'm made to play basketball, like this is what I really, really love? And like, what's that kind of thought process for you when you're 12, 13, and 14? Yeah, um, I kind of had skills because I always will like shoot with my mom you know like timeouts and stuff I would go into the 
into the court, I will shoot and stuff. So I kind of had the skills. Um, I just didn't have the knowledge actually to to play basketball. But um, yeah, I I started I started and I started loving it. Uh, and I had the support from my mom and from my family since the beginning. And maybe like a year and a half after, I realized that I wanted to to keep like improving and going on levels in basketball and not just like for fun. So that's when the national team came up and the offer was there. So it was really nice. And that was a tryout that you attended or did they come and find you and recruit you to, to join the team? They, they recruit me. They usually in Argentina, we have like tournaments between the provinces. So I play for my province team and then they, all the recruiters from the, the national team were there. And then, well, they had a list and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I find out from like a Facebook post or something. I didn't have any message <laughs> before from the, the coaches. So it was really fun. Uh, and yeah, they, they recruit me there, yeah. So from playing uh, for the Argentinian national team, you then came to Bishops, right? So what was that process like to, to come to Bishops? And were there other schools involved in that process or it was just really a straight line to, to come here? The offer from Bishops came up in July around 2020 when COVID just started a few months ago, a few months before that. And I didn't want to come at first. Uh, there, were, there were another schools involved from the U.S. that also were giving me a scholarship and stuff. But yeah, I, I didn't want to go to university. I wanted to play pro. Um, but well, Kobe was there, and in those months, I realized that basketball wasn't all that I had to have some some something else for my life that I had to build a career outside of basketball. So I realized that study was important. Um, even though I finished my my high school and stuff um, before that. But yeah, I realized that basketball wasn't all, so I decided with my family that I wanted to, to go to university. And well, bishops came up, they were really nice since the beginning. I knew some people that was here. Amma Ken was a contact from that, another girl from Argentina that was way before her too. So I think that was also a big help for me to decide to come here and also I decided to come here because I knew it was like a small school and the community was important and that stuff that for example in the U.S. you you don't have that the schools mm -hmm. are so big you are just like a number there and I, I didn't like that since I was leaving my country my family my culture I didn't want to do a big jump to to uh, somewhere that I wasn't going to be hurt or I wasn't going to have like a sense of family and home. So that's why I decided to come here. So yeah, you kind of touched on it. So you, you made the jump from Argentina to Bishops in, in Sherbrooke, Quebec. When, when you first got here, what were the big initial shocks, if there were any? Did, like, were you, did you have any big surprises when you got here or everything was really straightforward and nothing new? Um, 
Well, first of all, the language. Of course. Um, it was a really, uh, at first it was a struggle um, because I didn't know English before I came here. So I had to kind of learn in the first months. Uh, my first semester was kind of hard. Um, I was very shy, I couldn't talk. That was the first thing. Also, I realized that maybe people here is kind of cold in a sense. Yeah. Um, in comparing with Argentina that we are so warm, we are like, I don't know, giving hugs to each other every single time, we want to hang out every single time and here I realized that, for example, I will come to practice and practice was done and everybody will go home and that was all like, you wouldn't hang out with the girls too much or like, no one will say like, hey, like let's take a coffee or s things like that. Or uh, not at first, then you make relationships and it's easier. But at first, uh, it was it was really hard to to make them because first of all, I was shy and second of all, I was like, okay, they don't like me or stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was because they are they are just like that. It's just a culture difference, it's right? It's a culture. Yeah. Like I realized that people was kind and welcoming, but cold at the same time and really focus on their things at the same time. So that was very shocking. And I was very impressed for the safety that there is here around in the streets or like in the cities is in Argentina with really don't have that <laughs> it's not a safe to be out and stuff it's no okay. it's very dangerous and like here walking in the night and like you can be with your phone out and stuff like that it was for me like was wow, wow. <laughs> you know you can be safe here <laughs> but yeah th that was mostly it so those are like these social uh, differences what about actual basketball itself like uh, so you played obviously on the national team and just semi-pro or pro in Argentina? Pro. Pro. So compared to you, sport basketball, what are the big differences you found or was it pretty basketball is basketball? Yeah, it was pretty similar. The rules are the same. FIBA, FIBA rules. Right. It's not like in the double, the, the NCAA that uh, have another kind of rules with uh, 30 seconds in the shot clock and that stuff. So similar rules, pretty similar basketball. And strategy was similar. Yeah, at least here it's pretty similar basketball. That's interesting because I've heard like places in Europe, for example, it's it's a lot different than in like the, the US or something and the way they approach like teaching basketball and, and how they, they play on the court, right? It's a bit different from what mm -hmm. I've heard. So you get here in 2021, correct? Mm -hmm. For your rookie season and you make U-Sport all-rookie team, RACQ all-rookie team, second team all-star uh, for the RACQ and you're an academic all-Canadian. Well, that, that's a ton of success in your first year. And what was all that like uh, first getting here and kind of just bawling out, honestly? Well, first of all, I didn't know that all that existed before I got it. Like <laughs> they, they said, like, oh, rookie, rookie of the year. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like doing I, you. Exactly. I never, I didn't know about it before. Uh, but it was, it was really nice. Um, I was proud of what I did in my first year, um, that it was super hard and leaving my family and stuff. Um, 
it was really nice. Uh, it made me really happy, of course. But also, I told to myself that I wouldn't just stop there and like I'll, I'll be grateful and stuff but I will then just stop there and not and not try to become better and like just keep working right keep exactly. getting better keep keep striving to be the best yeah so then last season you were an RCQ first team all-star and so a bit less accolades last year but of course mm-hmm. as a rookie you're you're open to a lot more awards yeah. and stuff so it's yeah, still yeah. quite the feat, so congratulations. In basketball or in life, do you have any role models? People who you look up to and you say, you know, I want to be like this person or and stuff like that? Well, my biggest role model is my mom, of course. Uh, since I, I know I say that at first I didn't want to be her. <laughs> I, like, I didn't want to be like her, but uh, she's been pushing me to to be the best that I can and since since I since the beginning, and she taught me a lot of things, not only in basketball but also in life, and I have learned a lot from her, and I think she's an amazing woman. Um, and besides my mom, I think um, Manu Ginobili. Mm, uh, interesting, right? Because he's from. Argentina, right? He's from Argentina. Nice. He made the Spurs. He's an amazing player and also an amazing person. And you can tell that he works so hard. And I see that. And like I want to be like that. I. He's so talented, but at the same time, to be there in in the Spurs and to come from Argentina and be one of the first. Uh, Argentinians in the NBA and stuff. Um, you gotta work hard. You gotta go. You have to work hard for your place there, and I think uh, that's the mal- the most valuable thing from him. Definitely. Yeah. So being on the Argentinian national team, uh, obviously this summer there's the 2024 Paris Olympics. Is there any possibility that you go there? What does that look like for you? Well, no, we didn't qualify. Okay. And the team didn't qualify, but the tournament was in 2022. I didn't go. I I chose to to go home because I spent the whole year here and I didn't see my family for a year. So I didn't want to go and lose time with my family. So I I prioritized that um, before going to the national team. Um, but yeah. They didn't qualify, which is fine. Um, we have another tournaments right. ahead, but yeah, it's not a it's not a chance. It's not a chance. F- not sadly. N- not for the f- for this go around. And what about uh, like following bishops? What are your aspirations in basketball per se? Like, we're gonna go pro or graduate transfer, go play in the NCAA? What's your the options right now? Well, after my fourth year, which is next year, I want to go play pro um, in Europe. Either Portugal, Italy, uh, Spain. Um, I think those are my top places to go. Maybe if I learn some French, I'll, <laughs> I'll put friends in my list. I'm trying to learn French. Um, so, yeah, uh, I want to play pro for, for like 
a couple of years if that's it, the chance for me and we'll we'll see after what happens. We'll see after that. Is it real is it easy to get into pro basketball in Europe if you're coming from U Sports? Um if you have a passport, if you have an European passport, uh which for me is easy to get because in Argentina we all come from like our grand our grandpa, grandma mm-hmm. They all come from Italy or Spain. Okay. Uh, they are immigrants, so we had that way to get the the password. So if you get the password, it's very easy because y- you don't come from like you are not an immigrant playing. You are so you don't occupy that spot that mostly Americans have and and that. So you count like a. As an European, uh, so as in like a, a national player, exactly. and you're not like an international uh, exactly. roster spot being taken. Exactly, so it's, it's easier to to get there, mm. and there there are a couple of agents that have talked to me, and I I've been in contact, so I can I can reach that when when I'm done here. That's well, really exciting stuff to go play pro in in Europe and travel Europe and kind of live yeah, live your best wait. life out there. Can't wait. <laughs> So aside from basketball, um, what other passions do you have in life? What other like what do you do in your free time? What do you like to do for yourself and just things you love? Well, I like to read um, mostly like novels and stuff, um, and also I like to to listen to music. It's something that listen and maybe like dance or like sing is really it. it calls me and mm-hmm. it relaxes me and it's it gi- at the same time it gives me energy like good energy so I think that's something that I like to do when I'm free or maybe like watch some Netflix and Just stuff hang, out. hang out like I'm not a person that goes out and drink I'm, I don't like to do that because then I feel so tired, and with all the stuff that we ha- we have during the week, I I just can't. So, I rather just stay home and Netflix, and maybe like eat something good, and that that's mm. for me like the best. Stay plan. low key at home and yeah, relax. Yeah, that's for the sure. Best plan for me, honestly. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Good luck with the rest of the season. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I hope all the people that is listening to to this uh, goes to cheer for us. Yes. Saturday nights, 6 p.m., guys. Be there. Cheer on the Gators. Thank you.